Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. But we're going to jump right in because Phil Parker's already here, one of the finalists from Iowa, defensive coordinator. Coach, welcome into the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Congratulations, great. first of all. Well, thank you. Man, Thanks, your, your defense is so much fun to watch as a as a guy that I, I respect that. I, you know, just the that part of the game. And to be able to shut down opponents and take away what they want to do, that's a heck of an accomplishment. Well, I think you got to have uh, a, a good connection with, uh, you know, between your staff. It just doesn't take one guy. It's you know, it takes a group of us. And there's a we, we got a great staff that's been together for a while on the defensive side. We're very blessed. But the way the kids go about, the way they work, and the way they function, and the process of how to how to go about a game, doing a weekly basis, and the way they meet together, even after we're gone, they, you know, we're sitting there, we'll go get something to eat, and then all of a sudden you see 30 guys in a room watching, you know, the next day's practice or what we're going to do, and just the the connection that they have and trying to be the best that they can be. But you have to instill that, right? I mean, that doesn't it, just happen. It takes it takes time, and you know, I was back there when I first went there in '99. There was a guy, Norm Parker, no relation to me, but he's a great mentor for me. And, uh, you know, he always tries to say, keep it simple, make sure you get the team. And and, um, and he was really good for us because he had a different perspective of an older guy that uh, understood what it took to motivate some kids and making sure that they played up to their best abilities. My co-host is from Iowa, and uh, unfortunately he's not here right now. He's uh, He flew back from Hawaii this morning, Coach, and he's uh, That's a tough life. coming back from the airport. He's going to be rolling in here any minute. He may be listening right now. But we, we, brought, you know, we talk out a little Iowa from time to yeah. time. And one of the things that came up was just how you guys, year in, year out, you can depend on Iowa's defense to be one of the best in the country. How do you do that? Okay, well, it all starts with, you know, the, the teaching part of it. And I know a lot of times, guys, you go to practices some other places that – Maybe the first teamers get you know maybe five five reps and then the twos get three. With our program, there you know we expect everybody to you know get the same amount of reps and understand and, and hold them to a standard of what the Iowa football defense is all about. And and to me, it's a, it's about toughness. Mental toughness is probably the biggest thing, and then physical toughness is obviously. But the communication, you know, you got to know your alignment keys and responsibility on every play and. You can tell the guys that they're invested in it, and and when they do that, that's a bigger bond. And whether you win or lose a game, it's how you play the game. You know, you might not (coughs) – sometimes you look at it and you say, you might be the best team or did you play the best. It's all about how you play. It's not how good of a player you are. It's how good you play. And and we kind of stress that, and our kids buy into it. And they love just going out and practicing and competing, and that's the best thing. And I think one of the things that makes our – our defense so good is uh, our scout team. We challenge them guys uh, that we want to make sure that they're doing their best job for us and simulating the offensive plays that we're going to see. And it's very competitive and and the way we practice and you know we always call it tackle Tuesday, whack 'em Wednesday. So there's and that's everybody's involved. You know, so uh, it gets sometimes a little bit uh, tentious, a little bit, a little bit uh, some conflict going on here. But it's good comp- competitive you know practice so that's what we like to do and our kids understand that we've been doing it for a long time what irritates you the most during a game Uh, what kind of negative play really gets under your skin well you know this is the thing is i i think guys uh the biggest thing is 
guys making a mental error and not being in the right uh, defense or the right call or not making the right adjustment. It's really a mental error. It doesn't have anything to do with physical ability because you see it all the time in the NFL, college, high school. There's always going to be somebody better, and the guy makes a better play than you, and you did a good job. But but when you make a mental error, um, that's really, really hard for me to – to swallow um you know you're supposed to be playing cover three and you're playing cover two and they threw a touchdown pass uh or you go into a wrong gap that you're supposed to blitz and if you blitz the right gap then you sack the quarterback instead you get it up a give up a touchdown and then the other thing is we 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 pride ourselves on is you know the pursuit to the ball the effort you know when you try to see this change of speed and and guys and you know once you see it on film once then i know how fast you can do you know, how, how are you doing in practice? So every rep that we watch, and I watch every rep with the guys when we're done, and are you giving your best effort, you know? Because if you're not around the ball, you can't make a play on the ball. And that's one of the things we stress, and and you can see it, and, and they got to be held accountable to it. We're talking with Phil Parker, one of the finalists for the Brawls Award, defensive coordinator at Iowa, and you just teed me up, Coach. I mean, it's like you're my co-host, and you knew exactly what I wanted to ask you next. There is a video going around social media of is it cone intriger cohen yeah cohen intriger yeah oh my uh, gosh let me describe it okay for those who haven't seen it, it's in the uh, a big 10 championship game against michigan he's on the a gunner on the punt return to correct punt coverage team he misses a tackle on michigan around the uh seven Three. yard line gets yeah. up and runs through traffic all the way down the field chases the punt returner down and tackles him at the other five Yes, it's. A, I sent it to my brother-in-law to show to my nephew. That's to me all about hustle and heart in the game of football. You know, he's an intri- intriguing guy. He's he's really uh, I a see guy. What you did there. <laughs> um, but no, Cohen is a a guy that you know. He, he in high school he was a late uh, player actually playing. He was a soccer player. He was not really a uh, a football player until he started getting in. He was a late uh, developing guy that we got out of Michigan. And he has so much potential, and and that effort right there that I'll I'll keep that for the rest of my life for their coaching and and show that that thing because you gave us a chance uh, of trying to stop him. You know we didn't stop him that time, but it gave us a chance. And if you really seen him run, you know he misses the tackle, falls down, gets back up, and then as he runs by him, he's pushing his own teammates away from him and the Michigan guys and just running through him like you know it was a horse race and he tracked them down and. Uh, uh, that that really gave me uh, a sight of what he's what he can be, and, and I'm really happy to have him come back next year and really looking forward to see what his future is going to be. Is that coached? Is that inside a player? How do you get that out of somebody? Well, there's you know sometimes it it's embedded in some kids the way they they grow up and the way they compete, uh, but you're always trying to build that. I mean the. And it, it, I see it all the time where there's some really good players, very athletic players that don't give the, you know, the five-star guys that you see, four-star guys that maybe everything has been gifted to them and, and, and maybe they don't play as hard or as fast as that you think they should. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, um, Cooper DeGene is a guy that you really look at as a guy that really holds a standard of a guy that just competes all the time and, and that's where everybody does. They're competing against themselves. You know, basically, that's what you're doing on the field. And can you do better? Even if you make a play, you know, uh, 
there's a lot of things that uh, in the last 25 years or the last 30-some years I've been coaching, you know, the kids might make a play, but there's always you can always coach even the play a little bit better. I, I see it in my own mind that this is how I think you should have played it. It could have been a little bit better. And I know I had a comment with uh, Bob Sanders when he one time was playing for us and, you know, me and him used to get. I used to get on him a lot, and and he didn't understand it until he went to the NFL and started looking back at the college games that he played in. And and when he called up and said, "Coach, boy, I could have really done a better job." And and that's what you try to do as a coach. You're just trying to make him be the best person or the best player that they can be at all times. Because if you're not giving your best, why are you doing it? You know. Phil Parker with us, defense coordinator at Iowa. Coach, what's the, what's your favorite part of your day? What gets you up in the mornings excited? Well, just the challenge of, uh, you know, of going out and, and obviously taking these guys and trying to uh, put them in the best positions that they can be in to be successful. And what I like is when the joy that you see when kids go out there and they compete at a high level, and whether it's a win or loss, or you know, usually the wins and the and the emotions that they get from the kids that make them so happy that they achieve something and. Sometimes it's just uh, things you can't buy, you know what I mean, the way they go about their work. And you see a guy excel so at a high level, and you see him grow from a freshman into a senior, you know, and, and, and see how far he's grown as, a, as a, a person, as a player. And then the real big factor is when they call you up, you know, five to ten years later and thank you for the things that you put them through. They didn't understand it at the time but they understand it when they get a little bit older and a little bit mature. And I, I always tell them, that, hey, guys, I've been 18, 19, 20, 21, and I've been 25, I've been 30, and then I start going up. And so I, I've seen every trick in the book of how guys try to get through, you know, whether it's school academics or, you know, lack of preparation or, you know, think they're working hard and stuff. But, you know, you got to keep coaching them. They're young. They don't know what they don't know. And so it's our job as coaches to teach and and get them ready for life because there's going to be things in life that happen to you, and you want to make sure they're successful with their their families and their adventures that they do in their life. So I think I know the answer to this. Portal opened yesterday. What do you think of the portal? Well, it's kind of interesting. You know, there's some guys that jumped out at ours that I, you know, there's one guy that jumped out, and I said, I'd help you any way you do. He's probably not going to play for us, but very talented, but I'll help you in any way. Uh, the other side of it is I got a lot of, you know, text messages for from kids that we were recruiting, and uh, they're at the place where they probably don't are not playing right away, or they're just not happy with the system of, of what they're in. And sometimes that's hard to go back on. I, you try to t- teach these guys, or at least when you recruit them, to make sure that you're making the right decision for you. You know, sometimes it's not the right place to come to Iowa. You got to make sure if you if you don't think this is the right place for you, don't come here. I don't want you to come to the University of Iowa. I want you to be here and I want you to be involved. And I I, I, I like the loyalty of guys coming in and, and really being. They want to be the best that they can be. You know, and there's a limit to everybody. And sometimes you only can get so much out of a kid, and he's maxed out. I get that, but if you don't ever Make sure that your kids reach their full potential as a coach. Sometimes you you got to figure out, like, how can I do a better job of making sure that these guys reach their full potential. You get to go down to Orlando for the Citrus Bowl and play Tennessee. How do you feel about that? Ah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, 
you know, it's everybody's trying to get information on Tennessee, how they're doing and all this stuff. So there's been some conversations with some other teams that have played them, and obviously everybody's switching information with everybody. But it's going to be a good challenge. It's a great venue down there. Uh, we like it. We've been there a couple times in Orlando. It's been some... It's a great place to go, and, and obviously it's a, a reward for the players, but also it's a football game, right, and and we still want them to play at a high level. Enjoy the time that you are down there, but there's the reason why you go down there, and the, I, I think the bowl games, good bowl games you like and remember are the ones you usually win, them are the ones you remember. So, you know, if you're going down there and you're going to go to play a game, let's make sure you play at the highest level. And hopefully, you know, as we grow and we went through week by week and every time the farther you go down in the season, it goes so faster and and see the growth of the kids and how they're playing. Well, you kind of want to make sure that you're still growing all the way through, you know, the bowl game. And, and, you know, it's been very pleasure. I mean, the last couple bowl games, we've, we've been very happy the way they went about their approach. Yeah, pretty good result last year. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. You know, we had one guy take off early, and some guys make decisions and want to go out into the NFL draft and don't need to play in the bowl game. And we had some guys that were first rounders that stayed there and played, and and they enjoyed it. And and I think uh, you can never buy that back. You know, the memories that you have, and it's for a short time in college football, and the and the and the closeness with the the teammates that you have. You'll remember that the rest of your life when you start going on to the other level. It's a little bit different than college football. Steve Spurrier famously said you can't spell citrus without UT. <laughs> Will you drop that this, this over the next month and say that? Well, I don't know if I'd say that. I mean, <laughs> Spurrier is the guy. Who's on. I, I remember Spurrier one time went down to a practice at Florida when Bob Stoops was a coordinator down there. And we're going out to spring practice, and all of a sudden I see this guy running across the field, and I'm like, who, who is that? There's Spurrier just getting off the golf course over there about 10 o'clock. <laughs> But anyways, that was my story about Spurrier. Coach, it's been a pleasure. Okay, well, thank you. Hey, I congratulations. Appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Best of it. luck today. Thank yep. you, Phil Parker, yep. joining us.